3: Bye.
2: Studios C? C, Senior! A dimly lit room deep than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound to kick off a brand new week. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
0: Here, Houston Astros and Philadelphia Phillies advancing to
2: the World Series.
0: Those are sports teams? They are indeed baseball, specifically. The
2: fall classic, Jack. It's practically the winter classic. At your Dang near November, isn't it? Halloween's week from today? Man, we had a very Halloweeny week in my house, or uh, weekend, anyway. Lots of costumes and decorations and whatnot. Nice. Festive. It's a good thing schools are eliminating that in the name of equity, whatever the hell that means. Of course, we practiced a certain amount of Satanism. Devil worshipping, whatnot. Well... Yep some animal sacrifice i was gonna say cats aren't
0: gonna sacrifice themselves (laughs) oh wow well that's controversial
2: yeah we went to uh (laughs) we went to a couple of great halloween stores but um if you you can get to the right part of it i mean you gotta you gotta gotta stay away from the, the 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 slutty woman section That's a hard part to stay with. A lot of Halloween stores, they got a very large, slutty woman section. And
0: do you find the packaging too graphic for the lads? Yes, I definitely do. I have not been in one in some time. It would make sense that they're more graphic than ever. Yeah. Since everything is. Yeah,
2: yeah, since everything is. Yeah, I've been on a kick with that. Maybe we'll talk about that later. I've been on a kick with the whole decline of culture, Mm. which... I mean, we've talked about some over the years, and, and, and it's easy to just dismiss it as, you know, you get older and you say, eh, kids today. Sure. The culture is declining rapidly.
0: Declining, decaying. <laughs> exactly. That's right, sir.
2: It's just, uh, every, anything goes. Yeah. Everything goes. Yeah. Anyway, more on that later. Um, and we got that dang election two weeks from tomorrow. I'll be, so, glad, I'll be glad when that's over so we can... Well, this is a joke. I almost said this. I almost said this <laughs> like, oh, like it was true. Then well, we can focus on policy and not just who's ahead and who's behind by how many points. It'll be feverish.
0: Feverish talking about 2024. So, now, we don't have to. Right. And we will uh,
2: gleefully abstain, mostly. I tried to watch some of the Sunday talk shows yesterday because I thought, you know, I want to be informed about the world. And it was just nonstop who's ahead, who's behind by how much sure. In what race almost zero policy. Yeah. So see that's the problem I have. Politics are our national pol- uh, pastime, but policy is not our national pastime. We're not debating tax rates or foreign policy or anything at a better at a greater rate than we ever have before. More people aren't interested in that, but more people are interested in ever than is my did my team win yesterday. Mm-hmm. I find it very frustrating. The only policies that get
0: uh, chatted about Extensively would be abortion, I guess. Abortion is Maybe immigration
2: on the right? Oh, only on Fox. I didn't watch Fox, so I didn't hear hear a word about that. So we set a record over the weekend by a million people of border crossings. I didn't hear a word about immigration on any of the talk shows because I didn't watch Fox. Actually, I did watch Fox. Didn't hear about it on Fox. Record number of people from the terrorist watch list, too. I
0: just came across that factoid.
2: So that's, I think that's left out of this conversation that we're we're so focused on politics, but we're not focused on any issues outside of abortion, really. Right. Um, Which is,
0: and that's an artificial amount of focus brought by the corporate media. I mean, just because they want to talk (laughs) about it. But, uh, you know, when you talk to real human beings in real life, it's just beyond a doubt what people are talking about. It's all about money. Economics, jobs, the economy, right. inflation. I right. thought I was going to retire, but now I'm seeing 8% of my wealth disappear every year. It's supposed to be
2: growing, not shrinking. That's what people are thinking about. Um, 70% of people say they're very interested in the election, which is a record high by a lot for a midterm. Midterms usually come and go without anybody even noticing. Right. Right. People don't even know there's an election going on. 27% turnout. But, like I have said four times, and I'll say for the fifth time. Excellent. <laughs> I don't feel like 70% of people are engaged in conversation about if the tax rate was this, what would happen if it was this? and then, No, that's not what we're doing. Right.
0: Yep, yeah, just my team, your team. Very frustrating. Go team. We you want to hear something pathetic and make you even more cynical? Well, why? This why is so you? sad. This affects uh, what 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 percentage of the population lives in Cal Unicornia? population of the country. It's like 40 million, right? Out of 330, carry the 6, it's uh it's quite a few. Anyway, uh one debate for governor, the gubernatorial candidates. Gubernatorial. Why isn't it gubernatorial or something? It's like why does the guy who runs the restaurant, why is he a restaurateur, you know? These are the
2: things that, you know, anyway. these are the things that will drive you crazy.
0: So What the <laughs> hell is going on? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I want to know, you putz, you coward. One gubernatorial debate in California, 9 a.m. on Monday. Today. A few hours from now. Is it 9 in the morning? Yes. That was the one... Time and format, the coward Newsom would
2: agree to. Well, what would you do if you were him? Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why he's debating at all, I guess, just so he can say he debated. Oh, you know what he, he's doing is so that somebody can't hit him with that when he's running for president. Right. That way he dodged can say, the debates? Yeah, so he can say he did it. Well, <laughs> uh, so another um, number that came out of that poll that said 70% are highly interested in the uh, election... Uh, highest percentage ever of people saying that they don't care about the character of the candidate. It just matters whether they're Republican or Democrat. Right. They want their side to win. So, to that point, what's the point of a debate? You just look at the letter next to somebody's name, and you're either on that team or you're not. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are swing
0: states and swing districts and swing. Uh, no, in know, a contests. state in a state like
2: California, what's what when what's.
0: It's you know, I think Brian Dolly, who's running against uh, the coward Newsom, is a terrific candidate and a terrific man. nice guy, yeah, um I think he's just trying to advance the ball. I mean, he wants to win, but if nothing else, maybe he can get some great sound bites pointing out how poorly run California is and Just, you know, two years from now, four years from now, the the great brainwashed masses will wake up. They'll realize George Bush is no longer taking us into Iraq. Donald Trump is gone. You're safe. And and you don't have to freak out at the the Republican brand, which in California is so
2: moderate. I mean, it's it's hardly Republican. With the other possible presidential candidate DeSantis debating tonight also for governor in Florida, so you got Newsom and DeSantis, possibly your candidates for president, twenty twenty four. Both debating in their own states today. We should start our show officially, so we don't get fined, right? Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, uh, October the twenty fourth, the year twenty twenty two. Where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
0: Oh man, I need to retract my calling Gavin Newsom a coward. It just dawned on me why he has to have the uh, the debate at nine o'clock in the morning because he has an early dinner
1: <laughs> that's schedule right. We, we had an early dinner
2: that's
0: right that's right that's his preference that's so easy to again i apologize okay let's begin officially now according to fcc rules and regulations Uh mark
3: first and foremost good morning uh, it's sunday morning uh 15 days or so before the election i'm gonna cut it down about the blood for damn place you damn son of a couple of
0: couple of hags egg. there is that the theme michael or what yeah, that's what I was told to do. <laughs> for
2: for instance, here's something that nobody is going to uh, get into in any debate stage, probably. Maybe tonight in Florida? I don't know. Math scores dropped in every state. A new report card shows, mirroring other report cards we've seen. This is not really new news. The nation's schools recorded the largest drop in math scores ever this year, with 4th and 8th grade students in nearly every state showing significant declines. Are we going to discuss that?
0: I saw words like appalling in headlines, disastrous in other headlines. And, of course, the reason all those test scores are so appalling is because of the pandemic, according to the corporate media. Uh, Excuse me. Kids in red states who stayed in school had not nearly as severe consequences
2: as the kids who were kept out of school for a year, year and a half, two years. Lying liars. Anyway, that's one of the many topics we can discuss. I do want to talk about uh, Halloween shopping and various things. My son did a great job carving a pumpkin. Did it all by himself yesterday. My Good ten, man. My 10-year-old. Completely on his own with knives. Cut the top off. Dug the goop out with his bare hands, which, you know, when they're younger, they hate to do because it's gross.
0: Yeah. We we gave the kids those little saws that you get.
2: Yeah. Knives yeah. freak me out. Yeah. The they little... can probably handle it. They make me nervous. The little saws are pretty slow going. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, if you got at all a tough pumpkin, yeah, that sets an exercise and patience. Yeah.
2: We got an oddly shaped gourd that we had a lot of fun with. We came up with like twenty different funny things you could pretend that thing was. Wow, it was very oddly shaped. Excellent, doing a little improv at the <laughs> yes, house there. Exactly. Give me a little... situation. You're a cab driver. All right. Had <laughs> <laughs> a little carrot top routine going there. Beautiful. Beautiful prop comics. How does Mailbag look? Oh, it's terrific. Good start (laughs) to the week. Awesome. All that's on the way here. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Hold on, I'm door-dashing some cream to the radio station. There we go. Now a Safeway driver will be headed our way moments with cream for my coffee. It's a great time to be alive. It is a great time to be alive. That's one of the good things that came out of the pandemic. Right. Being able to door-dash anything to your home, including booze. I notice when I order pizzas and stuff Oof. like that, it says, do you want a 12-pack of beer? <laughs> Oh, my God, I would have loved wow. that back when I drank. Oh. If I could have door-dashed a 12-pack of beer with my pizza when I'm watching a game. Oh. I was part of a gathering last night that grew a little too
0: festive, so I'll pass on the beers. Thank you very much. But yes, <laughs> it is awe-inspiring that a man need not stand creamless at his post all day long, sad, sad in his misery. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Continuing with the Papa of the Constitution, James Madison, why not? His well of quotes runs deep. And this this may be the ultimate freedom-loving quote of the day. This might be the one that, if it wouldn't bore you, we would repeat every damn day. Where an excess of power prevails, property of no sort is duly respected. No man is safe in his opinions, his person, his faculties, or his possession. Say that first sentence again. Where an excess of power prevails. Okay. Property of no sort is duly respected. If you were to you know, make it a little more modern, he'd say, uh, you know, where an excess of power is held by anyone or anything, nothing is safe. Not even your opinions. Man. So true. Ask a Chinese citizen. Oh, Man. Yeah. Man, we got to talk about what happened there over the weekend. Ooh. That's an interesting story. Yeah, China watchers commenting on what was said and what was not said. Ooh, the what was not said. But the, the dog that didn't bark. Ah, uh, perhaps even more significant than what was said. Mailbag. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> the always dependable J.T. Livermore writes, Our new old biggest problem with the country. The whole student loan forgiveness thing has really got me upset, he writes. If the recent court ruling about lack of standing continues, then I feel like our country is more doomed from this problem than any other. If President Biden is allowed to arbitrarily pick a subgroup and give them money from the federal coffers, I would add, without an act of Congress, well, theoretically, it's based on a 15-year-old act of Congress, 20 years old, I guess. It had nothing to do with this. Right, indeed. Uh, But anyway, if he's able to arbitrarily, arbitrarily pick a subgroup and give them money from the federal coffers, nobody else can file an objection because they don't have standing, they aren't harmed, then what's the limit of such an action? If President Biden can give $500 billion to a smallish subset of students, then what is to keep him from giving Hunter a trillion dollars? It just becomes an argument of scale?
2: Uh, right. Well, you're not the only person that has made this argument. The National Review's been saying this for a while, and some of my other favorite thinkers that uh, we're, we're, we're close to doomed if this, if this happens. I mean, right. if you can stretch some law or act of years ago, one guy with a pen and, and spend 500, you know, half a trillion dollars? Yeah. Where does that end? You know, I want to get back into this topic because I'd, I'd love to talk about it. Um,
0: uh, it's, it's an excellent question. Good argument, JT. Thanks. Uh, moving along, Dave writes, I was thinking about those daycare workers that are possibly going to jail for scaring the kids with the Halloween stunt. Mm-hmm. By the way, very poor judgment on their part. However, if those very same people worked at an elementary school and encouraged young kids toward gender modification surgery and hid it from the kids' parents, they would be treated like heroes. Well, in certain places, yeah, they would. Speaking for myself, I'd much rather my kids go through whatever trauma the Halloween stunt might have caused than try to undo the criminal indoctrination going on in their schools right now. Like you say, spicy times indeed. Uh, And uh, Oh, I meant to mention JT signs off with the new traditional sign-off. I yield the rest of my time, but F this. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Paul. On the never-ending discussion of duck tongues <laughs> and similar niche Chinese fare. Which I guess is real Chinese food? Or am I being misled about that? Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's my understanding of it. Yeah, that's what Chinese people eat. But because they're
2: poor, Right.
0: Or certainly were. I mean, until recent times, China was an extremely poor country. Remember
2: our friend of the show who described us? She was standing right there, what she ate as a kid and how they slaughtered it? (laughs) So that would be traditional Chinese fare. That doesn't mean it's a good idea. It's because they were poor.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: I just read that they still
0: eat cats in certain parts of Asia. It's usually branded little tiger meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, wow. Paul writes on the never-ending topic of duck tongues, After hearing your Chinese restaurant menu experience, I had the opportunity to try duck tongues at a hot pot restaurant in the Bay Area. They taste just like the rest of the duck. Interestingly, they have a small bone in them. My <laughs> only complaint is that due to the bone, you can't just eat them like chicken nuggets.
2: Aren't, aren't you bothered that it's tasting you back? <laughs> You're tasting it, it's tasting you. Uh,
0: you know, if it's been a while, you could, you know, uh, trade tongues with the duck, if you hear what I'm saying. You know, I don't know. Love the show. Hope you guys are well. Ah, we're well enough, Paul. Thanks for asking. Well enough. Uh, Why the Democrats only talk about abortion? I don't think we have time for this, but several people, uh, like Robert, said, well, it's because all the other issues are disastrous. Hmm. What are they going to talk about? Inflation?
2: The economy? People are terrified. Hmm. Good one. Immigration? Uh, Much to catch you up on, and uh, that's what we do. We followed the news over the weekend, so you didn't have to. I hope you didn't. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. (laughs)
3: As Russian forces struggle to hold on to territory they've seized, they've launched a new wave of attacks on Ukraine's cities, including with so-called kamikaze
4: drones. The US says Iran is supplying drones
3: and even has troops on the ground helping the Russians operate them. Ukraine says the main target, with over 300 strikes, is energy facilities. As a harsh winter looms, there have already been blackouts in some parts of the country.
2: Yeah, in case that slipped by you, John Kirby mentioned that over the weekend on one of the talk shows. The Iranians are on the ground in Crimea training Russians on how to use these drones. So they're not just kind of involved in this war. That's a little escalatey. Yeah, so there's there's well, there's one hot spot for you. Iran hmm. is actually on the ground now. In Ukraine. Um, in China over the weekend, Xi became, according to Ian Bremmer, the most powerful single human being on planet Earth. What do you think of that de- declaration? That's interesting.
0: Yeah, you could absolutely make that argument. Less, I mean, in less terms checks
2: of, than the president of the United States? Right,
0: his his individual power, the size of their population, their, their military, the rest of it. Yeah, I think that's legit. Hmm. Even if it's not right, it, it, it could be.
2: So the single most powerful person on Earth is... Uh, a dangerous lunatic, it would seem. And, Certainly uh, hell-bent on domination. North Korea and South Korea traded shots overnight, if you're not following that story. Kind of shot at each other. Oh, boy. So we can take a look at that.
0: We just did a giant joint military... Uh, actually, I think we're still in the midst of it. Joint giant military uh,
2: exercise with Japan. Just to say to China, yeah, we're ready for you. We can uh, get into all these international stories in more depth later. And Boris Johnson announced he's not going to run for the prime ministership, even though the odds were he would win if he wanted to. But he said he's not going to for, I wonder what he's done. He's got something going on. It's the he's
0: beginning got, of the Rishi Sunak years, Jack.
2: I just wonder if oh, during the last six weeks since he got booted out, he had like really gotten his party on or done oh. something or something I didn't think I was ever going to be in the mix again Jesus I don't I just, even know where my pants are I invested in a whole bunch of Chinese companies or who knows what he did yeah yeah <clears throat> here's something interesting though we were talking about not enough discussion of actual policies happening even though people are obsessed with politics in the election not enough about policies came across this you probably don't watch Morning Joe on MSNBC but powerful Democrats do it's a big deal if you're a uh, if you're a power broker in the world of democratic politics, and so I missed this on Friday. MSN, per, MS, mm, let's slow down. Take two. I'm on a lot of cold medicine. My doctor I went to over the weekend, I went to urgent care on Saturday. Mm-hmm. He told me I'm uh, not contagious. I don't know how he determined that, but. Congratulations. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I still feel quite crappy. Mm. Uh, uh, he said most people don't take enough Tylenol when they take Tylenol. Really? Yeah. Huh. How much does he want you to take? He told me. I don't remember because I'm not really a Tylenol guy. I'm an ibuprofen guy. Yeah, okay. He said, because I was kind of taking Tylenol.
0: I know uh, Tylenol, a.k.a. acetaminophen, is the number one cause of uh, liver damage, overdose in America. Because people take, you know, more or less the max dose, and then they take cold medicine that has it in it. Then they take some cough medicine or whatever and they end up like taking a triple dose.
2: And also, particularly bad with booze. Mm. I know from at least one person I know well who destroyed their liver drinking and using Tylenol. I'd like to apologize to my college
0: liver because that was the thing. You'd get your booze on, you'd pop a couple of Tylenol, drink as much water as you could stand, and go to bed to try to prevent, you know, the, the horrible hangover.
2: Yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. It is. In retrospect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. How about drink less? <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. I know. It's not going to talking to <laughs> uh, MSNBC's Joe Scarborough slammed progressives Friday morning on MSNBC as being alarmingly out of touch with voters concerns about rising crime rates. The Morning Joe Co-anchor targeted Democrats after the left-leaning network aired a segment with a focus group of black voters in Philadelphia. The voters, all Democrats, identified crime as their biggest concern.
0: That is so interesting. I was not hanging out with black folks in Philadelphia over the weekend, uh, but I was hanging out. I, I assumed had, you were. I had an unusually uh, social uh, last several days Um, in crime Kept coming up. Excuse me. <clears throat> I think I've got whatever you had. Uh, crime kept coming up over and over. It, there was not a single conversation about politics or what's going on in the world that wasn't centered around crime and bums and junkies
2: and deteriorating cities and towns. So they had a a panel of possible voters from Pennsylvania, because that's a hot race, especially for the East Coast, East Coast media between Dr. Oz and Fetterman. And uh, all of the guests they had on said far and away crime was their biggest concern, and they were frustrated that lawmakers weren't addressing the crisis. I mean, getting back to my argument of lots of talk about politics, but not about the things you're actually interested in. That is so jarring, and we hear it everywhere, Joe Scarborough said after watching the focus group's responses. We hear it from Philadelphia to New York to San Francisco. In an Oklahoma debate yesterday or a couple of days ago, the Democratic candidate said crime was higher per capita there than in New York and was laughed off the stage. It turned out to be true, statistically. Wow! Wow. There's a massive crime wave. This is on MSNBC. There's a massive crime wave, and you know, yes, it does fall on both parties, but when you have woke DAs in Philadelphia basically saying they don't have a crime problem, when you have cops quitting left and right in Philadelphia because they're not going to risk their lives so they can arrest people who are going to be out on the street the next day, you've got a huge problem. Wow.
0: Wow. Is that the sound of the pendulum stopping and starting to swing back the other direction?
2: I don't know. Joe Scarborough went on to say that policymakers are effectively telling, and this is happening all over the country, are effectively telling residents, don't believe your lying eyes. Just go out and get some abortions. Lots and lots of abortions. Progressives on crime in places like Philadelphia and New York are so extraordinarily clueless, said Joe Scarborough Friday. Uh, I'm guessing to a wide-eyed cast on the set, wondering what they should say afterwards. (laughs) Um. Public safety has emerged as a critical issue in midterm elections that will determine the control of Congress. Yeah, 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 we know. Uh, In Philadelphia, for instance, police had reported 424 homicides in 2022 through Wednesday. That is, uh, homicides are up 58% compared to 2019. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and, you know, the homicide thing is obviously horrible. But the fact that your car gets broken into over and over again, or, you know, the one we all know is, if you live in a city anyway... If you go to your Walgreens or your CVS, everything's locked up. It's just crazy. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know, the rift on the left is obviously under-discussed in the mainstream media. The rift on the right's pretty interesting, too, but that gets discussed a lot because they're kind of enthusiastic about it. But, boy, progressives versus liberals – is going to, it's got to just increase in its significance. We stand on the doorstep of a Republican being elected governor of Oregon, which is a development not unlike a talking dog or, or I don't know, a man levitating in Times Square. I mean, it's just extraordinary. And uh, there's a damn good reason why. What was uh, the, uh, even the Democratic mayor of Portland the other day, he proposed a ban on homeless camps. That's Ted Weasel. Some pronounce it Wheeler. Um, <laughs> he's announced a plan to ban unsanctioned homeless encampments in the crime-riddled city, calling the crisis "quote a vortex of misery for all involved."
2: I thought it was the City of Roses, not the vortex of misery.
0: They've had to change it. <laughs> well, and like that brilliant, brilliant essay that I need to I need to find that again. I, I mention it so often. The gal who was writing how San Francisco became a failed city. And and she's talking about these young people twitching on the pavement. She says this doesn't feel like compassion; it feels like easing the young into death on the sidewalk. Ugh. So even the likes
2: of Ted Wheeler, vortex decided, of misery, vortex of misery.
0: Yeah,
2: <clears throat> that's something.
0: Can I get a? Bra? Yeah. So everybody say, yeah. <laughs> the world's worst old school rap song, <laughs> <laughs> and the people say, Ah." Yeah.
2: So, um, I'm looking up at the CNN. Rishi Sunak to become next pr- British Prime Minister, so that's a done deal, huh? I, I heard he was uh, the best in line, but he that's a done deal? Yeah, the behind-the-scenes maneuvering, uh, he's got six times the support of the un- only
0: other guy who's hanging around, I guess.
2: So, what kind of name is Rishi? He's uh, from India? Of Indian
0: descent, yeah. He's right. a, a Hindu guy. And, of course, the American media is making a great deal. He will be the first Prime Minister of color in a historic blah-blah-blah the last four chancellors of the exchequer, the last three home secretaries, which are analogous to positions in our government, too, but have all been, you know, of Indian descent or Pakistani descent or whatever. It's no big deal. It's not a big deal to me. No. Is he any good at it? Right. That's the only thing the people of Britain want to know. Is this guy going to be good at it? Can we settle the economy down? Can we, you know, deal with the, the, the after effects of covid in schools, which are not nearly as severe in Europe because they opened their damn schools up?
2: Uh, that's all anybody cares Kenny, about. Can he last two months? Because the last gal couldn't. She only lasted six weeks. Yeah, lost to a head of lettuce, famously. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, we got so we got a lot more on the way.
0: Yeah, I got to talk about what Xi Jinping said as he was coronated the most powerful man on earth, and what he didn't say, which China watchers say is probably more significant.
2: Yeah, jeez, I saw. Um... Richard Haas, Council on foreign affairs, being interviewed after this happened over the weekend and he said, "We're about to enter a very da- the world is about to enter a very dangerous period." And I thought, "Well, that's nice." Yeah, pretty well said. Oh. That's rough. Who Oof. wants to what? I know. I know. Why I know. Would you listen to this radio show?
0: I have a great feature on rat farms. Rat farms. Rat farms. Yeah. They grow rats? You're tired of the well, the rat race? In the city, you know, going to an office, throwing on a tie or your your uncomfortable shoes, ladies or whatever you're thinking. Boy, it's the country life for me. Maybe you ought to consider starting a rat farm.
2: Hmm. I'll be
0: darned. I don't. It's, have it's not that sort of thing, really. But. Uh it's actually a great lesson on economics and bureaucracies and causes and effects and that sort of thing.
2: We'll check in on rat farms and other fare on the way. The Weasel jo-
0: ranches, perhaps. I don't know.
2: I want to read this piece later. The unmitigated gall of Joe Biden claiming he lowered the debt. That happened on Friday. Did oh. you follow that story? Maybe oh. we'll get to that in an hour, too. Um, if you ever miss an hour, you can grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. <laughs>
4: The
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. I got one kid who's going to be Helmo. My 12-year-old is going to be Helmo. You got an Elmo costume. He's going to be like an evil Elmo. Nice. So he's got a bloody sword of some sort. I guess it's a mm. uh, butcher's something. Elmo could turn. He's got that manic
0: feel to him like he's not quite right.
2: I guess Helmo's a thing. So you' red right in the eyes, he's got a like a butcher apron that's covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the Halloween store, there's a lot of things covered in blood. I mean, tre- yeah. tremendous number of things covered in blood. <sighs> wow. That's I... an interesting thing about human psychology, isn't it? But
0: yeah, it is. I get the whole you're you're confronting your fears from a bit of distance. I'm trying to process them. That's okay. what they say. So,
2: so you, so we can, so I can make, I can claim that it's healthy somehow. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. I mean, some people get obsessed with it, obviously, and you know, and start chopping people's heads off and burying them in the backyard. Well, yeah. I wasn't going
0: to go there. Barbaric. Yeah, you get the idea. Um, of course, you know, you can go to downtown to most cities in America at this point and be covered in blood for real, if you'd like to be.
2: Yeah, it, it, it is interesting, and I there's got to be some, you know, decent just what you were talking about, reason that we do this, that, that, that is normal and healthy. But, God, when cr- we were just talking about how high crime is and homicides and everything like that, you got people out on the street that got let loose for a variety of reasons because they've committed all these horrifying crimes mm-hmm. and then, uh, and, and, you know, might attack you and stab you today. But f- for the next week, uh, even our children are going to be dressed up like they're the sort of person that would be on the street uh, to stab you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of interesting. I'm not against it at all. Uh, it's just it's just an interesting psychological thing. Yeah. Nothing counts so much as blood. We're more worried about crime than we ever have, and now mm-hmm. we've got stores set up all over the place, these pop-up stores where you can go in and dress like a guy with a bloody knife. A homicidal maniac. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Damn! You
0: know, I, I should have. I was a, at a gathering last night, very festive, d- delightful, nice folks, Um, and the topic of horror movies came up, and one of the gals in particular, huge fan of horror movies. And just loves him. And she was laughing, talking about the gore and everything, and you know, how it's so over the top. And and a couple of us are like, yeah, no interest. Don't like them. But my son is practically obsessive about horror movies. And it, it strikes me that he was um, the the more cautious child. He was not crashing around uh, you know, high uh, swing sets and, and jungle gyms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He was definitely a more cautious kid. So I wonder if he
2: needed to do that to deal with i don't know i don't know we went to a haunted house It was really fun it's in a neighborhood guy just did it in his backyard i can't even imagine how much work this was mm. oh my god anyway there was lines around the block of people going to this this haunted house that he put together and uh you know you got people leaping out with in various ways yeah where just like an hour earlier we were walking down the street You know, I'm somewhat worried that somebody's going to leap out and attack me. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. It's happened. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. It's happened to us. Right. So, yeah, Yeah,
0: it's interesting. You know, I hate to even say this. Should I? I'm surprised that something like that still exists. I know. The county hasn't shut it down.
2: I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's dis- I've got a disease in my brain that had even crossed my mind. I thought, how long can this last before somebody shows up and says, there's no handicap uh, access here. You need to put in a ramp right. at $20,000. Well,
0: and or you need a license. You're gathering of more than 12 people, you need a license to you know hold a blankety-blank event center. Because I, I know from being friends with a number of folks who are involved with the wine business, if you have, like, your cousin's wedding there and you're
2: not permitted for it, They'll they'll hammer you, or somebody trips over an electric cord, even though everybody willingly show up, showed up, and knows exactly what's going on. Right, right. You fall on you and you, you you sprain your wrist or something like that. Yeah, and the insurance company sues. Them. Yeah, ah, I, I hate even thinking about
0: stuff I like know. that. That's why I didn't want to bring it up. I shouldn't have. It's just, I don't want to live in this America. I don't either. I don't think anybody does. Once you explain to them why what you're trading. For your complete veal caffy uh, safety, this is yeah.
2: not a fair trade. Good friend of the show, I won't mention his name. Maybe he would say it on the air. Maybe he wouldn't. But won't let, wouldn't let um, his kids' friends come over and like skateboard around near his house because they fell and got hurt. I don't do that. Maybe that's not the legally smart thing to do. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell my son's friend, "Hey, don't do the skateboard thing here. Do it over there." No, case you fall. no. I, j- I just can't, I can't do that. But nope. ah, yeah. So hey, to uh, uh, the, and as usual, I told my kids, the guy with the knife doesn't scare me. IRS guy, they had an IRS guy. <laughs> that leaps up, got on at you. Ah, ha, ha. Ah!
0: So in the time we have remaining, <laughs> n- next hour we've got to get into Xi Jinping's coronation, what it means, and what he said, and what he didn't say. Uh, so so hang on for that. If you can't hang around, just grab the podcast Armstrong and Giddy on demand. But getting back to the uh, how troubling the debt forgiveness thing, the student debt thing is. Stroke of a pen, barely any legislative rationale whatsoever. The president just gives out $500 billion. Forgiving debt, a forgiven debt is taxable income, according to all tax laws in the United States. So you're giving people income. So what's the president, what's to stop the president from saying, and none of us have standing to sue so far, I guess, because we're not personally aggrieved. What's to stop the president from saying, we're going to do $500 billion debt forgiveness, and uh, since you shouldn't have been in debt uh, to begin with, we're going to give you $50,000 each reparations and a new car. Based on the HEROES Act, who has standing? What if he gives a million dollars each? What if he gives, as a correspondent said, what if he gives Hunter $500 million? Well,
2: what if he decided to give all the homeless people a free house at
0: taxpayers' expense? Right. Sure. That's income just like a forgiven debt is income. But I got no standing to sue just because the Constitution's being shredded? I think they will ha- find a case that goes forward,
2: but I haven't seen it yet. Uh, much to discuss. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast. Look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
3: Strong and Getty. information.